Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com right now and use promo code LOCKDOWN and you'll get 20% off of your next order. It is Tuesday at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast and we've got part two of a special two-part interview with Detroit Red Wings prospect Moritz Sider. Mo gives us a reflection of draft day, the energy that he brings to a locker room, his approach to the game, and a whole lot more. If you haven't already, be sure to check out yesterday's episode where we've got part one talking about his offensive game and how it's grown over the last couple of months, what he likes about playing in the SHL, his favorite video games to play, and a whole lot more. We've got silly questions. We've got fun questions. You're going to love it. And as always, we ask that you subscribe to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We've got tons more great interviews on the way, perhaps even some more prospect interviews. So uh, subscribe and you won't miss a single one. But for now, enjoy this Tuesday edition of Lockdown Red Wings. Hi guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. Your Lockdown Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. Today is Tuesday, December 1st, 2020, and we've got part two of our very special episode interview, whatever you want to call it, with Maritz Sider of the Detroit Red Wings, the 2019 sixth overall pick. I'm your host, Detroit sports writer, Nolan Bianchi. I've got Ethan Smith, longtime Red Wings fan, with me as always. Ethan, what's going on? Happy December here uh, in the world. I was going to say here at the oh, Lockdown wow, Red yeah. podcast, but it's December. it's December in the whole world. Oh, man. Yeah, doesn't really feel like December, but but quite frankly, didn't really feel like Thanksgiving last week. Yeah, or August or September You're, or October. Yeah. Right. I've been mentally, I still think it's March. So, um, but we are going to put all that behind us today. Cause we've got a very fun interview with, uh, Mo Sider. We talked, uh, yesterday's episode, we went over his, uh, offensive approach. Now that he's got to the SHL, what he likes playing over in Sweden is go to team in 2k. Go check that out. If you haven't done so already. Uh, and then on this episode, we've got some more stuff. It's, it's just a lot more light. Uh, fun stuff. We get to know him uh, a bit on the ice. We get to know him a bit off of the ice and uh, all in all, just, just somebody I really enjoyed talking to thought he was a, uh, a really fun guest to have. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. It was great. So we won't keep you any longer. We'll take you right to the interview and we'll see you back here on Thursday. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. With the sixth pick in the draft, the Detroit Red Wings select from Mannheim of the DEL Moritz Sider. Now, uh, you decided, I, I think it was pretty recently, maybe a week or two ago, that you weren't going to go to uh, World Juniors, play for Germany. I was a bit disappointed because I can't ever watch you when you're playing in the SHL. Uh, I don't have the right bank accounts for that. So I was like, hell yeah, I'll be able to watch them on NHL Network, see kind of uh, be able to view your full game. Obviously, uh, you made the decision to go ahead and skip it. And what that told me, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but when I first read that, I thought to myself, well, that tells me that you don't feel like you need the confidence boost of playing amongst your age and you're comfortable playing with the adults. How much did that factor into your decision to not go to World Junior? We had really good talks with, with both sides, with Rögle, um, the German national team, and uh, 
and the wings too and we're just finding the best way personally for me was probably staying here and um, playing a lot of games especially in december it's always busy around christmas and new year so um yeah i think i would miss um up to 16 games during during the time with the wow. uh, exhibition games preseason camps or pre-tournament camps and then yeah. the the six uh, world junior games, it's hard to put that on a wedge uh, between six um, world junior games for your, for your country and, and 15 um, SHL games. So it's kind of hard to concentrate about uh, a, lot of, a lot of games ahead of me. Well, it would have been nice to see you uh, get to play with your buddy Timmy Stutzla as well. Would you have liked to play uh, with your buddy Tim? And, and how do you think the German team will fare in this tournament? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, they will have... Uh, the three guys will be in the spotlight for sure. Um, I think one of the greatest uh, draft class we have uh, in, in a long, long time. So, um, yeah, the kids have a bright future. And uh, it's just nice to see uh, Timmy getting back from his, from his hand injury. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's been skating a while now. And, um, yeah, he will have a terrific performance, I, I bet. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's all about... Uh, now making a bigger impact than, than last year. I mean, that was the first tournament for all of them. So um, now that now they were picking up their game and will uh, lead the way, especially if they're um, on the first or second line. So um, they will they will take a big responsibility. And all in all, I think it's all about these these other games against. Uh, I think it's Slovakia and, and and Swiss. If you win these two games and. Maybe can steal a steal a point from from the big guys, uh, would be fun. And then you you go in with a big confidence boost in the in the quarterfinals, and you never know what happens within one game. So um, it's gonna be a really exciting time, I think, for the whole German national team. How long have uh, you and Tim known each other? Um, I mean, we've been growing up playing against each other uh, a lot, so. There was kind of rivalry going on with a lot of the the guys in the national team and, and myself, including. So and then we had a chance in. Um, I think it's now three or four. I think four years ago we had a chance playing uh, with each other on the junior team in Mannheim and uh, winning a championship there too uh, was cool. And that's the kind of way we're getting really close at that point. And then I was. Um, going up to the pro team, he followed uh, a, year li- uh, year la- a year later and uh, was having a, a terrific impact on the team already. So, um, yeah, I mean, we've been watching each other probably uh, the last couple of years uh, a lot. So, um, yeah, a really cool friendship going on. And, I mean, we will see each other hopefully in the, in the future uh, a couple of times too. Do you guys hang out off the ice a lot? Uh, I mean, sure. I mean, uh being being around the same age, we have a lot of lot of things in common, and just uh, chilling um, at home and just uh, just vibing a little bit is also nice. And just uh, listen to some music or just go out and spend a little bit of time downtown uh, Mannheim was 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 nice too, for sure. What do you uh, what do you listen to? Are you one of those I listen to everything kind of guys? Uh, yeah, I mean it depends. Uh, big uh, hip hop rap guy for sure, um, but also yeah, I don't mind. Uh, mixing in some country here and there. Um, yeah, we really? describe it as, as, uh, as everything. So um depends on my mood for sure. Now, is country something that, that you've been slowly kind of introduced to or were you listening to it a lot growing up in Germany or what? Um, no, it kind of 
got me into <laughs> with my first year pro in Mannheim because we had a lot of guys from uh, from overseas and from Canada too. Okay. So uh, we had a we had a lot of songs uh, going on in the locker room, and I was kind of um, listening to that um, too. So I was uh, kind of feeling it a little bit, and then for sure overseas last year in in Grand Rapids we had. A lot of a lot of country songs too in the locker room, and um, now it's kind of growing me. So um, yeah, here and there I kind of like uh, to mix it in. All right, we'll get back to our interview with Mo Sider in just one second. But first, I got to talk to you guys today about Built Bar and a personal testimony from me, the host, Noel Bianchi. When I woke up on this Sunday morning to do our interview with Moritz Sider, Ethan, I, I remember I woke up and I thought, how am I going to to be full without being you know slowed down? for the rest of the day. So what I did, I drank some water and instead of going down, you know, maybe grabbing some sugary cereal or making some waffles or having a breakfast sandwich, like I usually like to have on the weekends, I went with a built bar. It gave me a ton of protein that kept me full through the interview. Uh, wasn't a lot of sugar, wasn't a lot of carbs. So I feel great. And it was low calories. So I can feel good about going on the rest of my day, knowing that I had a nutritious breakfast, but here's the best part. It didn't taste like I had a nutritious breakfast. All of these bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew. And as I've mentioned before, time and time again, they are great for the health conscious guy. Now, I, I'm i either a, a health conscious guy all the way or I'm a health conscious guy none of the way. But Built Bar, even when I'm not being a health conscious guy all the way, it still helped me. It's it still helped me kind of stay in the game just a little bit. I'll have these a couple times a week to start my day, or I'll, sometimes I'll even have them in the afternoon. Whatever it is, it's just nice knowing that I'm cutting out some sort of. I'm probably cutting, you know, six seven hundred calories out of my day because whatever I was going to go for for the built bar instead you can guarantee that it's going to be a lot worse for me. It's going to be loaded with fats and stuff like that. And even if I was to go with another protein bar, I don't think that it would have the same effect because I do appreciate the fact that they are low carb, that they are low protein. And obviously I don't want to be jittery from all that sugar. So built bar keeps me going strong throughout the day. And right now, when you go to builtbar.com right now and use promo code locked on, you'll get 20% off of your next order. That's promo code locked on L O C K E D O N. For 20% off, 20% at BuiltBar.com. There's an old man sitting next to me, making love to his tonic and gin. <laughs> so you've been open before about your love or, I guess, affinity for fashion. Uh, like before the draft and stuff, we were reading about it. Like, what do you like about it? What do you, do you, is there any, in, anything in particular that you like to focus on? Uh, my parents would probably describe myself having way too many shoes. Um, <laughs> it's just something nice. You you can never have a uh, too many shoes, in my opinion. I'm um, with you. Um, yeah, and just I I don't know. I like trendy things. Uh, just just going with the flow here, and um, yeah, just mixing in all the all the new trends, and yeah, just trying being being fashionate always uh, is a is a good thing, for, in, in my opinion. You go boots, sneakers, dress shoes. What do you What do you roll with on the feet? Um, I mean, basically uh, everything. Always depends. I mean, uh, it's really important to have a, a good a good game day outfit too, with uh, some boots and some 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 dress shoes here and there. But also just uh, I don't know, rotating in the yeah, some some sneakers, uh, some high tops, and yeah, just, gotta keep it fresh. 
exactly i mean you you don't want to have uh, a lot of the same pictures uh, taken from yourself uh, so uh, you have to mix it in a little bit and um, yeah a big hoodie guy too just like having the hoodies um yeah that's kind of my thing i think how uh how important is it for players to show personality off the ice because we're big big fans of it in this um i mean there are probably uh, a lot of guys um who can or who have yeah they they take a big charge in that but it's for me it's more it's for myself i i just want to be fresh and clean all the time um always always want to look nice that's something my parents told me you always want to make a good first impression and um yeah i think all in all i think there are other people who are who are having more impact with that especially on social media but um yeah i'm more like a quiet guy i don't want to be in a first row guy and and then scream my name so um yeah just being in the background and just be one of the guys yeah all right, well, I want to talk about uh, draft day because I know this is something that's been talked about kind of over and over again. The The pick at six was a big shock for a lot of people. Big shock for you as well, but I actually was watching an interview with Steve Eiserman on NHL Network about a week ago, and he said that in your pre-draft process, you, he asked you where you think you deserve to go. You said, well, I'm a right-hand shot defenseman. I don't see why I go top ten. And then when you came up to the stage, you said, Mo, why are you so surprised? You told me you could go top 10. What do you remember about that interaction and kind of just the shock that you felt? I mean, obviously, uh, I never talked with my agency about, uh, yeah, about any rankings or any mock drafts at all. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, there was always, I don't know, my name somewhere between 15 to, to mid-20s. Um, so so I was kind of expecting something like that because you don't want to be upset if, if something is not going the way you want it to. So, um, yeah, going into draft day, it was, uh, I was pumped up for sure. And um, it was funny because uh, my mom was seeing uh, Eisenman for the first time and she was asking who he was. So uh, while, while he was walking up the stage, so I, I showed her uh, who he was. And then she was like, yeah, I mean, if, if he's the guy, you will, you will get ready now and, and you will get picked soon. So I was like, yeah, mom, you better relax now and, and keep it chill a little bit. I know you're excited a little bit more than me, but I mean, I'm kind of freaking out here. So maybe we can keep it calm and just relax a little bit. And then he actually said my name and um, we just looked at each other and like couldn't believe it. But um, yeah, to go back a little bit, I think, I mean, in the end, it was maybe a little bit obvious. But he was uh, he was in Germany uh, several times. Um, we had a big uh, pre-draft meeting in in Vancouver too. But I mean, there was always that number six pick, so um, it was kind of like out of space for me. And um, yeah, really happy finally um, now having having the wing wheel on on my chest. When she asked you that, you just pull up your phone and then you just start swiping through pictures of him raising the cup and like over three different years. You know, like this is this is the guy. We're gonna be all right. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, oh oh oh, Mo, that's a that's a that's Steve Eisman. I was like, yeah, why? Oh yeah, because then you will get picked now. And I was like, man, man relax a little bit. Uh, kind of like freaks me out if you're more yeah. nervous than me. And uh, <laughs> it actually, uh, it actually got happen. Your mentality to the game excites Red Wings fans. Um, like, how do you? I guess, how do you approach games? Do you have any superstitions? 
Um, I don't know. Last year I was living close to a Starbucks, so I was like me and Michael Rasmussen. We always go for for uh, a coffee and a, and a lemon cake before, but that was just kind of out of nowhere because we were hungry um, before <laughs> before the first game. So we kind of picked that up, and that was like our go-to thing. And no, honestly, I just like uh, having good talks in the locker room, making making fun of myself and others just to loosen up the atmosphere a little bit. And um, yeah, but in the end, I, once I make the first step on the ice, I just want to try to stay focused, but also lose. And um, yeah, big soccer guy and before a game, but all and other than that, I just try, yeah, stay, stay calm, be relaxed and just try to approach it with a lot of fun because um, it's not often that you have a chance uh, yeah, having a job that you that you love and you're really happy to to do, so it's a big privilege for me, and um, that's what I try to bring on the ice every every night. So I've seen like some behind the scenes video. I, I've seen your Instagram. You're always cheerful, always smiling, always look to be getting the boys going in an exciting way rather than just uh, general rah rah, let's go get them, serious type of energy. How important is that for you to stay loose and to keep your teammates loose? And what do you think the, the benefit of that is, of, of a locker room that's playing loose and playing fun? Um, yeah, I mean, boys having their back a little bit more. And uh, it's it's always nice. Yeah, getting support from your teammates instead of uh, bitching around the play you you should make or uh, you, sh you shouldn't make. So um, I think that's, that's the go-to attitude. And try to, to build from chemistry and try to build from experience in, in life with, with the guys outside from hockey and it will translate on the ice uh, 10 times more probably. So um, that's, uh, I think, my, my way to approach the game. Right, my last question, uh, when you went six overall and, and it kind of surprised everybody, that kind of pinned you as somewhat of an underdog, like coming into the league. You were drafted ahead of the time that you thought uh, a lot of people, are, including yourself, thought that you would. How has that kind of put a chip on your shoulder? Do you like that feeling? Do you were you kind of excited when you when you found out, like, oh hey, I got some people to prove wrong here? And so far, you have. I mean, sure, it's always nice uh, proving people wrong, um, because uh, it's always nice to keep people second guessing and um, just try to overthink what they what they what they said in the first place, but all and other than that, I think in the end, it's just a number. I'm uh, really happy to, to be selected that high and taking responsibility for the club and the whole organizations and especially for fans and, and all the, and all the other people working very hard to, to uh, get to the games and see the Red Wings every, every night. And it's really happy to be part of that family and all and other than that, I'm just trying to be a, a professional hockey player for a really long time, I think that's that's what matters the most. And yeah, I just want to have a really long and healthy career with with the Red Wings. And all and other than that, I think I don't really care what other people are saying because it's just about me, um, the locker room, and, and the organization. So um, I'm I'm kind of cool with with a lot of pressure on myself. So that that that's something that's not bothering me at all. And um, yeah, I just take it with a smile and then just go out there and have fun. I think that's what it's all about. Mo, thanks so much for joining us today. We know that you're uh, having a good time playing over there in the SHL and you're looking forward to coming back to North America. We are looking forward to seeing you 
back over here as well. We hope that you and yours are staying happy and healthy. We can't wait to see you in a Red Wings uniform. Hopefully we get to talk to you down the line, man. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was a great time uh, just just chilling here a little bit, talking about uh, all, all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, wish you guys all the best. Uh, great holidays and, and hopefully a good New Year's too. Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.